Welcome to the Lives of Courage podcast with me, Jessica Stong. Each week, we'll look at ways to choose courage every day, as I know even the smallest acts of courage matter. Through inspiration and action, we can grow into who we are truly meant to be. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Guys, look, I'm going live two different places. Just so wild. (laughs) I'm so excited. I received one question, and I think it was so good um, that I want to just focus on this one question. I mean, I received other questions, but I'm going to hold those for next week. So I'm so sorry if you um, sent me a question. I promise I'll get to it next week, but I am certain this might take me a little bit to get through. So I received um, an email, but I have been hearing this, right? You see the graphic of like 2020 dumpster fire, or she says the person that emailed me said it more calmly or kindly. This has really been the worst year for me, my family, and so many others. Uh, what, What recommendations do you have to make peace in this time? And so I have, of course, so many things to say about this, but I want us to start looking at the stories we are telling ourselves. Yes, oh, sweet friends, it has been a hard year. I do not want you to minimize how difficult it has been for some of you. But when we take a look at our tools from cognitive behavioral psychology, we learn those 10 mental thought errors, those cognitive distortions that can really help us have a a lens into what is going on in our brain. And as I tell my clients, like, nothing is going wrong with you, sweet friends. Everybody has these cognitive distortions. So I don't want you to think that your brain is doing something bad or that you're bad or that your brain's not helpful. No, it is these cognitive distortions that have been identified that everybody falls into. And it's just really those messages from our primitive brain that override what our executive control mechanisms in our prefrontal cortex. And so we are at constant battle, um, being able to hello, being able to communicate back and forth between those um, two functions in our brain and two areas in our brain, really. So I am. Let's go through when we tell ourselves the story and we have the thought. This has been the worst year for me. I mean, who 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 has thought that numerous times, thousands of times, and that thought loves to replay in our brain. What? Because of the negativity bias in our brain, it's inherent in how we process. It just comes up for us and nothing has gone wrong. So we're going to look at the story we were telling. And we know that the first cognitive distortion is all or nothing thinking. You think in black and white. So it's either the worst year or the best year. It's either really terrible or really awesome. And there's no in-between sometimes. I'm really good at that. I remember in college, um, one of my dear friends, Isa, he was a Sufi. He was wise beyond his years. Isa, if you listen to this, I love you so much and I miss you. Um, He said, do you ever get tired of always living in black and white? 
oh my heavens, it was so, and so I think that was the beginning of my recognition of what my brain does to me. Um, so I just offer these not as a condemnation, and he did not say it in any way that lacked compassion. And so the only way we can actually start to confront the stories we're telling ourselves is through compassion and grace and understanding. So that's number one, all or nothing thinking. So many of us have a, about 2020. Um, two is... Uh, well, overgeneralization. So you view a negative event as a never-ending pattern of defeat. So really thinking about what your brain loves to tell you, right? About what happens. Like this is one negative event, right? And it's going to cloud your whole life. This COVID and my loss of my job is going to make my life bad forever. I'm just not going to believe that. Okay, number um, three is what I really want to talk about, the cognitive distortion of mental filter, right? It's you dwell on the negatives and ignore the positives. I always say this, do is there anything this year that you have learned that has come out this year that you've you've grown as a result? Like, is it all truly negative? Or have you been able to laugh in between the spaces of, of it being the worst year ever? So what are you telling yourself about this idea that, that we have, we can only see, right, the negative? So what is that meaning to you? Um, and this is not to say that we don't feel bad or that it should always feel good all the time. But it is a recognition that your brain wants to what? And, and we have well-worn patterns of cognitive distortions that we picked up, up along the way. Um, so it's very interesting how we do that to say like, oh, okay, I get to choose this and I can feel bad. I can truly feel my feelings, but on the other side, I don't have to use that mental filter to only see the negative. Okay, the fourth cognitive distortion that I always talk to um, or talk about is discounting the positives. We do this all the time in our sweet brains, right? So often we insist that the positive qualities about us or about our year or about our experiences, they just don't count. And you see so many overlap in these cognitive distortions that have been identified by psychologists, right? But we understand that our brain, nothing has gone wrong. We're just looking at this understanding all of what can occur in our brains during this time. We jump to conclusions, we fortune tell, we decide that we're gonna always have COVID around and it'll always be harder. Things will never get back to normal or that what is normal. We mind read, we make assumptions up about how others are responding to us or our things. Um, number six is another cognitive distortion that comes into play, magnification and minimization. Maybe I need some more coffee this morning. So you blow things out of proportion or you minimize them. And so often I will also um, have to gently almost demonstrate to my clients that sometimes we minimize things as a way of protecting ourselves. And sometimes that doesn't do us 
any good. And so what can we do to start changing these distortions that happen in our brain? We just have to become aware, right? And it is in the moments of awareness with compassion, right? That you are able to change and to grow and just become who your brain was meant to be and, and release that primitive voice hold on you. You'll never get rid of your primitive brain's response. We do not want that. We need that brain telling you, seek, seek, like stay away from danger, avoid pain. We need that um, mechanism in your brain. We do not want to get rid of that. But what we want to do is to let go of the hold that though that primitive brain and those messages, what it has on us, to make peace. We let go of the thoughts and stories to make peace in our lives. Okay, so number seven is emotional reasoning. You reason from your feelings like, I feel overwhelmed and bad and sad, desperately sad. And so I must be a, a sad person, right? Or I must be a depressed person, even though it is the feelings. And so you're making distinctions about who you are based on your feelings. Um, the eighth cognitive distortion is should statements. You should be happy. You should have made something out of COVID. This shouldn't have happened. This is the worst year because we had to deal with COVID. Number nine is labeling. So like, um, instead of saying like, this was a hard year, like this, just what it is, like, I am terrible because I did not survive this year. So you see, you're labeling yourself as a loser or as a bad mom or as a bad employee that got fired. It's not true. Lastly, and this is really what I see. And I did a podcast on managing your mind in a pandemic. And I really talked about this cognitive distortion of blame, sweet friends. How many of us right now, and this is of, of course no condemnation, but we, our brains just want to blame. It's so much easier than really processing and dealing with what's happening. It's so, it's so, there's so much more freedom in that process. So we blame ourselves. We say, like, I, I didn't handle this well and I'm, you know, I'm to blame. Or we blame others. We blame others for their response to the pandemic or their unresponse to the pandemic or that they went over and beyond or like think of all the or, like how we have been blaming others. We blame others if they give us COVID or if they like expose us to. We blame others for being what was it I heard someone like how could they be so irresponsible to get COVID? I swear, sweet friends, I was the most responsible person. So those we love to blame because it's easier than feeling our feelings. It's a distortion. It's a thought error. Nothing has gone wrong. And that it's completely okay. And so I think on the other side of this awareness is an invitation, a true invitation to say, ask ourselves the three questions like why what is this thought what is it doing in my is this thought serving me so you look at the thought this has been the worst year is that thought serving you most likely no 
do you, what is good about this thought? Why do I have this thought? What does that, this thought reveal about my core values, who I am? And oftentimes we find that like having that this is the worst year, it shows that you wanted and you wanted to grow and learn and you were upset that things did not turn out as you planned. So when you can find some peace or some kindness to yourself, you are able to reshape or rewrite the narrative in your brain instead of just saying, I am wrong, this is bad, everything went wrong. You have a choice in this process. And that is where the true beauty lies. So I, it's really an invitation to reshape your brain, reframe your thoughts and rewrite your story. And really looking at like, and then the third um, question that we ask ourselves is what do I want to do with this thought? This is the worst year ever. You can totally keep it. In cognitive behavioral therapy, thanks to Dr. David Burns, we learned that like you could push a magic button and get rid of the thought completely. I mean, can you? No, but this is just the practice and the tools. But we often wanna turn down that thought this is the worst year ever. Does it really, is that, we know it's not serving you. We know that it will allow you to keep those distortions that we just talked about, those 10 cognitive distortions going in your brain. So what would you like to do with this thought? This year has been the worst year ever. Oftentimes, I want to just dial that down. I might want to dial that down to 10%. Like there might be some parts of the year that I want to remember because they were bad. And so this is the difference between just change your thoughts into a toxic positivity initiative, right, inside of our brains and saying, no, there's something good about this that I don't want to lose or that I don't want to forget, and so you're just asking yourself, okay, what do I need to hold on to here that will allow me some, I guess, conversation with myself or some reflection or some learning moving forward? And oftentimes I like to have my clients name what the thought is telling them. It's been a bad year. They want to remember someone who's died or they want to remember when they were so scared because they had COVID. It's going to help them take care of others in a different and more compassionate way. So I just offer all of these to you, not as a, you, your brain is bad, because on a daily basis, sweet friends, I find myself in a web of cognitive distortions, right? Because that is what our brains practice, but the best work that we do is sitting with awareness and saying like, in the moment, huh, there it goes. There's that distortion. There's that negative Nancy that has held um, on to my life and to my experience for far too long. And I am releasing her. But it is in the moment by moment work, sweet friends, the moment by moment awareness. So many of us want to come once a week to therapy or to coaching and to get rid of those thoughts. And I always say like, but wait, this is really an invitation to change your brain completely. I wish, friends, there was a magic button. But I believe that 
all I've learned and all I've watched my clients learn is worth it. From the point A to point B and that in between is where all the change and growth and belief happens. You know, I was um, referring back to Angela Duckworth's um, work around grit for the, um, I had put it in um, the Goals That Get Results Masterclass slides, one slide on grit, because I believe grit is, is really this orientation to like, this may have been a hard year, yes, but what am I going to make that mean? Am I still committed? Am I still persistent? Am I still practicing my thoughts, my that growth mindset that I'm learning, I'm growing instead of shutting down? I see so many people um, and they have contact and they just wanna shut down. This year has been so hard and so difficult, but here's what happens when we shut down, when we pull the, the covers over our head or pulse, I don't know, right? Here's what happens. We shut down the lessons, the learning, the change, the growth. Grit is what happens when you are, are like in it. You're in like the deep, the grind of the lesson and your brain wants to release you. Your brain wants you to let go because it's hard and overwhelming and that primitive brain seeks pleasure. Who would sign themselves up for challenge? I would because I know life is lived in the challenges. Life is lived in the, the beauty of growth for far too long, sweet friends. Our lives and my life in particular, was shaped by just trying to make it easy. And then when I decided that I was worthy, not for what I did, but for who I was, I could change my relationship with challenges because I knew I could weather challenges. I knew challenges molded me and shaped me. And so I invite you to look at the role that grit and challenge plays in your understanding of who you are and what you achieve, sweet friends. Okay, I just love you all. I hope you have a great and courageous week. Um, we've got some fun things coming up for uh, January. Again, it's not too late to join the Courageous Life Society. We are making 2021 our year. And I know that um, it's the prep work, it's the thought work that matters. Oh, sweet friends, I'll see you soon. Have a great one, everyone. Here I go, turning off all, got to remember how to turn off the videos. Thank you. Oh, I didn't turn it off. And as always, I want to remind you, if you want more information about how to work with me, if you really um, have heard anything on this episode that you're like, wait a minute, you can go to jessicastong.com. You can learn more information about the Courageous Life Society, a group coaching membership that really helps you take all this information and apply it. And also you can get more information about one-on-one -on -one coaching. Thank you so much and have a great and courageous week, everyone.